January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the elephant when I'm a rose. Welcome to the American Adversaries Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for tuning in. We really do appreciate you being out there. Got a big show lined up for you right here tonight. And as we come to you on the big, new, bolder, stronger, more important to listen to than ever before, AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. And don't forget, you can listen also at the AnswerOrlando.com website, where if you click on the Red Kettle banner, ladies and gentlemen, you can help us fill up our Red Kettle. I wish I'd have got one of those bells the other night and brought it back here so I could bring it in the studio here. We're so glad you did. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, because a guy came up to the table the other night and said, I'll put some money in his helmet if you'll give me that bell. <laughs> he wanted me to stop ringing it, right? Anyway, click on the Red Kettle banner at the AnswerOrlando.com website. And you can help us with our red kettle. And then, of course, you can also text kettle to 24365. And don't forget to join the Answer Seekers Club while you're at the website there. A lot of great advantages to doing that, including you can enter to win a $1,000 spending spree at Thompson Jewelers. Oh, How about that? 
as well as tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. they oh, got a man. performance here on the 22nd, and uh, oh, they really do put on the show. That's yeah, a concert you do not want to miss. The, the lights, uh. the sound, the action, everything. And also, you can also win, on a monthly basis, a $250 gift card is given away to Images Auto Spa. All that at the AnswerOrlando.com website if you join the Answer Seekers Club. Don't forget, you can also listen on our website, AmericanAdversaries.com, where you can also access the archive, which you might have to do a time or two here over the next couple of weeks. It's that time of year uh, when we are running up against some special holidays, and we'll be taking some time off as well, uh, including, uh, let's see, two weeks from tonight. Can you believe it? Two weeks from tonight uh, is uh, Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, anyway... That's so hard it's, to believe. Isn't it? Isn't it? Came, came fast this year. Uh, and then also you can listen on your Alexa devices. You can still download the free Answer Orlando app on your smart devices. And yes, indeed, we do have the green lights a-flashing, so we are up a-rumbling tonight. So please do follow us and like us there while you're there on Rumble. All right, so yes, indeed, you just heard all the other voices in the Relax and Comfort Studio, including Mr. Rick Brown, looking dapper as always. And how are you yeah. doing, sir? So glad to be here. Always a pleasure to be here with, with Reverend John. Reverend John. And uh, <laughs> great to be here with Laurie as well, and of course, you too, Chris. All right, there you go. Indeed, and Laurie, Jeff. That's right. Jeff hiding <laughs> behind us. Laurie Cardoza-Moore of Proclaiming Justice to the Nations is here, and of course, they sponsor this hour of the show. Great to see you, Lori. Yes, it's great to be back with you guys. Lots going on. Yep, she just got back from Arizona, so she's going to tell us what was happening out there. And yes, indeed, we do have Big John Barros with us. Great to see you, John. Oh, this is like the highlight of my life is coming down. <laughs> we appreciate that, but I hope Rebecca's not listening. <laughs> oh, she's listening. All right, anyway, she knows what you mean, though. I am the philosopher, political mad scientist, Christopher Hart. Jeff Sinis is indeed on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. Uh, and of course, uh, Hanukkah is still going on. I think it's the fifth night, isn't it? I think the fifth night. the fifth night. Of yes. Hanukkah. So, uh, we gave Abe the night off to celebrate Hanukkah, so uh, Abe will be back with us next week. But in the meantime, uh, we still got a lot of news and stuff we're going to get to. We also uh, are going to be speaking with somebody from the Salvation Army. You'll see what I mean. And we also have the producer of the Fall of Minneapolis documentary, Liz Collin, with us at the top of the next hour. And I hope you've seen that. It really does tell the true story about the George Floyd situation. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole lot different than the story that we've been being told and the story that got Derek Chauvin and the other three officers sent to prison and then him getting yeah. stabbed. And yeah. not just stabbed, but stabbed 23 times. Yep, indeed. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. By, by yeah. a guy I who, didn't hear that. By a guy who had been an FBI informant and also a member of the Mexi Mexican mafia or something like that, a cartel, I guess it was. Same thing. Mm. So uh, this is, you know, once it's again, evil. it it's, is indeed. 
So, anyway, she's going to be on the show in the next hour of the show. So, we got a lot to get to, but once again, if you could help us out with the Red Kettle Challenge, uh, we may be on the road again this week. We'll see. But nonetheless, you can still help us out by texting Kettle to 24365 or go to the AnswerOrlando.com website. Or some folks have actually dropped checks off here at the station, or you can mail them. If you'd rather do that, give Jeff a call on the call-in number, 407-774-8255, and he will give you the address. And uh, when Mike gets back tomorrow, we're going to be issuing another challenge of sorts to you to uh, help uh, maybe raise some money for the Red Kettle Mm -hmm. on Friday. uh, for the duration of the show, uh, I had stuck a hundred bucks in the helmet here and offered for the the uh, you know the listeners that if they wanted to match that, we'd take them to Cafe Positano. Well, All right, yeah. Nice. So we had some takers on that. We want to thank them so very much for that. It's very generous. Uh, but this was going to be a different one. So. Uh, Hang on and, and listen up. So it'll be a lot of fun. I guarantee that. All right. In the meantime, as I said, uh, we got a lot we're going to get to tonight. Uh, there are some developments in the legal case against Donald Trump in the January 6th. Uh, so-called insurrection, and we're going to also talk about Rudy Giuliani's fixing to get the the same kind of railroading Georgia style. Oh, so we'll talk about that. And in the meantime, though, Lori uh, was just in Arizona. Lori, right? Well, we are actually working on a hearing tomorrow morning. We are going to be presenting to the an ad hoc committee in this the state of Arizona about the indoctrination going on in our classrooms, our children's classrooms. So because of the explosion of anti-Semitic incidents that are occurring on college campuses and even the high school, we had that teacher last week who locked herself in her closet, Jewish teacher. She was scared to death to come out. She's being attacked because she was supporting, she posted something on her, her social media that she was supportive of Israel. So Arizona, and we're going to start seeing more and more state legislatures take this action on because it is getting out of control with these 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 riots that are going on, threatening the Jewish students. The Jewish students don't feel safe. We've got a problem with the presidents of major universities who are playing games, spinning their wheels about what is anti-Semitic and what constitutes anti-Semitism. Well, that's why we have that the IRA definition mm-hmm. that defines what anti-Semitism is. And unfortunately, these college presidents are under tremendous pressure now. One has already stepped down. But um, the state of Arizona is going to take this issue on, and we hope that as a result of this meeting, we've got our um, legal team that's going to be testifying tomorrow. And because of what they are going to be sharing with the state legislature, we are hoping that we're going to get some legislation to for education reform, both on the higher ed level and also K through 12. So we've got that going on. I'm heading down to Broward County tomorrow to attend the DAC, the District Advisory Council meeting for the Broward County Schools. And we're going to see what they're up to. Of course, they try to pull a fast one on the parents in Broward County to remove the New Testament scriptures from the, the classrooms. They couldn't be referred to or talked to because it offended people. <laughs> so fortunately, um, the, the, the board did vote nine to nothing. Um, that is not going to happen. But this is what... This is why it's so important that we stay engaged in what's happening on the local level in our state legislatures, because, you know, we have state sovereignty and we need to hold our elected officials accountable. We should not be tolerating 
the anti-Semitic incidents that are occurring on our college campuses or K through 12. And so that's what PJTN is doing. We'll be back up in Tennessee in January, um, working on legislation there as well to remove students for justice in Palestine. And our governor, DeSantis, he's got two lawsuits against him now because he's going to shut these groups down Mm -hmm. as well because these groups are inciting violence. They say, you know, the ACLU's come out supporting them. They're saying, oh, you know, you can't do this free speech. Well, you know what? You cannot incite people to violence. Right. That is not free That's speech. That's not free speech. Well, isn't that, in fact, what deranged Jack Smith's whole case is built on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that is that Donald Trump incited violence with his speech that yep. day on the mall or wherever he was. The ellipse or whatever. He was in the ellipse. The ellipse. And so, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, uh, it's rules was the old saying, rules for thee, not for me. But, yeah. And, of course, they never would stand up and and fight so uh, vigorously to protect, say, the speech of uh, Dennis Prager or Charlie Kirk or somebody like that. Uh, By the way, we're going to have on the show with us tomorrow as part of Trump and Tuesday, Brandon Straka who's been ostracized himself, right? Mm -hmm. So here we go. But it it is time, as I said, the world is turning. The whole world is turning, too, by Mm -hmm. the way, um, that these uh, left-wing progressive governments Mm -hmm. are are being discharged around the globe, uh, here and there, anyway. Uh, So so anyway, back to to, uh, proclaiming justice to the nations, because so you you have uh, attorneys working on this in Arizona, is that right? That's correct. We also have a white paper that we're getting ready to release. It's our third one, and it shows the indoctrination and the anti-Semitism that has now infiltrated our private Jewish day schools, our Catholic schools, our private Christian schools, our charter schools. Parents think that they're pulling their kids out of the public school system to put them in a safe place. And they're en- they end up being put into a private school where they're teaching this wokeism. This is a huge problem because we see the, the, um, the Jewish kids who are, are turning against Israel. They're supporting the Palestinian cause. We have American kids even Christian kids who are turning their back on America. So there is a major problem. So this white paper we are submitting will be another tool that we will use at PJTN to go to our state legislators, ask them to implement legislation, bring in legislation to for, for reform in education, to make sure that our Jewish students are safe, our children's students are safe, that our kids, that their rights are not infringed upon because they're in the classroom and they are not indoctrinating our children to make them hate America and hate Israel. And this is all too common. Yeah, it's frightening. Because it is part of this new Mm. curriculum. Right. And so it is, the the new curriculum is all about teaching kids how to hate one another. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's CRT or, or whatever. So it's got to stop. And by the way, yep. uh, more and more parents are saying to hell with all the schools. We're going to educate our own kids. Yeah. And one thing I just want to stress, we have been at this for over a decade. We have been warning people. We've been warning elected officials and no one took us serious. 
We saw the content that was being communicated. We knew that if we continue down this road with our kids, our kids are going to turn their backs on our country. And they have done just that. They're going to turn their backs on their faith because the education system, it's not just the universities. We've all thought it was the universities. It is K through 12. It is elementary age children. Mm Mm-hmm. Proclaiming justice to the nations. You can help out by going to pjtn.org. Sign up right there. Please become one of the watchmen and help Lori out, pjtn.org. These are monumental efforts, and uh, she's got a huge task in front of her, as we all do, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we all need to pull together and work together on these things. So please go to pjtn.org and do become a watchman. And by the way, the offer is still out there. If you'll become a watchman between now and the end of the year, uh, we'll give you two two gift certificates to Cafe Positano. So nice. uh, There you go. Please help us out and join pjtn.org. Join at pjtn.org. By the way, Liz McGill is the university president that Lori was referring to. She was the University of Penn. Yeah. Yeah. And she was one of the ones that had the the most, uh, let's just say, attitude that day uh, with the smirk and everything. They all were smirking, but she seemed to enjoy it the most. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, a donor that was uh, going to give him $100 million said, you won't get that $100 million if she's still going to be the president. That's right. So, But now she is not entirely gone. She's gone but not forgotten, you might say. She's a tenured law professor. So she got that position by being promoted. She wasn't brought in from the outside. And I don't know if she was a dean of the law school or not at the time. Right. but. So she will still be able to be a professor at the University of Penn in the law school. And until they get a new president, she will be the interim president. And to complicate it, though, th- this is how scheming these people are. It's the Board of Regents resigned. Well, guess who picks a new president? The Board of Regents. The Board of Regents. So if, if, you, if you don't have a Board of Regents, I guess the interim president is stuck there for a while. I mean, that's how, re- you know, <laughs> so I, I would hope that, that other media outlets would look at this a little bit closer and say, hey, wait a minute, mm-hmm. she's not fired. She's not been run off. She's still there. She needs mm-hmm. to be gone. Put mm-hmm. her assistant in the president, whatever. Yep. But as I said, with the regents right. gone, that complicates it. And by the way, in Wisconsin, they actually doubled down. This is this is about DEI. These individuals were hired because they were experts in diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. In other words, experts in polluting our kids' minds, or in this case, young adults' minds. But as you said, it Mm -hmm. starts very early on. And that's the the new aim of education. Mm -hmm. They gave up on reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's now all about molding the perfect, quote-unquote, citizen of the future. That's right. Citizen of the world. Even in their protests, if you look at what's going on at Harvard with Gay, with everybody calling for her resignation. That's Claudine Gay, the president Mm -hmm. of Harvard. 650 staff members, teachers and professors and staff, went out on strike today to protest, and they're lying in the grass like a lion like their immature students do. There's no... Yeah. Well, you wonder where they get there's it. There's no... Exa- no, they, yeah, exactly, <laughs> because they want to show the student solidarity of being with them, mm-hmm. 
right. so that they can mold them into doing exactly what they need them to do with protests and everything else. That, that, that's exactly right. So once again, these are the model citizens of the future, and the model citizen of the future is a political soldier mm-hmm. of sorts. Right. Right? right. They call, it's like a dog. You ring the bell, and they start mm-hmm. salivating and go, what do you, where, where do I go? What do you want me to do? Right. Right. I want to encourage also our audience on our website, this, you were mentioning diversity, equity, and inclusion. This is the problem, and this is how they're indoctrinating our children. It's under the auspices of this. Right. And um, we are going to be posting that new white paper. I want to encourage the parents and even the taxpaying citizens, go to PJTN.org, go to our education link, and read those white papers. We have we published those white papers, yes, for legislators, but also for the public to see what we have found over the years, over the last decade of what's happening in our children's classrooms. It is frightening, ladies and gentlemen. We ha- we aren't even seeing the half of it. If we don't reverse the course now, we don't have time to wait another mm-hmm. year. We don't even have time to wait to the next election cycle. We've got to remove the curriculum and these programs now. You know, the long-term answer is homeschooling. It absolutely right. that's it, it, and everybody should be homeschooled if you can possibly find a way to do that's it. That's right. Right? I mean, even back forty years ago we had some some friends that were pulled out of school because they were getting involved in drugs and they were put into these very expensive private schools. And it didn't take long because before the kids were very happy to be going there because the rich kids had better drugs. <laughs> right? So you don't you don't yeah. fix the problem by putting them back into an institutionalized yeah. in, All right. environment. When we come back from the break, we'll be talking more about this and a whole lot of other stuff, including our Red Kettle Challenge. So stick around for more of the American Adversaries this hour being brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. You can be a part of the solution, ladies and gentlemen, by going to PJTN.org and join forces with Lori. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Folks, do you suffer from nagging back or neck pain? Ever wake up feeling more exhausted than the night before? And what about that sleep partner who's turning your nights into a concert of snores or dealing with breathing issues, acid reflux, or sleep apnea? Here's the game changer. Discover a better night's sleep and a better day at Relax in Comfort. We're a unique mattress store. At Relax in Comfort, we're all about elevating your sleep experience, and we've got all the top brands to prove it, including Tempur-Pedic, Personal Comfort, and Stearns and Foster. Our smart bed aren't just beds. They're your personalized sleep sanctuary with hundreds of healthy positions. They're designed to fit you perfectly. Plus, they have an amazing feature, automatic snore detection and response. No more sleepless nights because of a noisy partner. The best part? We're conveniently located at Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas. Come see us today and experience a nice sleep like never before. Relax in comfort, where better sleep leads to better days. That's relaxincomfort.com or visit us in person at the Winter Park Village, just across from Regal Cinemas, a family tradition since 1967. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407 407- 647 or at herringcpa.com. 
It's that time of year again when you begin searching for that thoughtful Christmas gift. Well, network sound and video makes memories last forever, restoring records, cassettes, VHS, and camcorder tapes to new digital formats like CD, DVD, or flash drive, so your family can enjoy them for a lifetime. So don't chance sending them out. Call right now at 407-834-8555 or visit online networksoundandvideo.com. Networksoundandvideo.com, 407-834-8555. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. In traffic, we've got the answer. Crash reported 434 northbound at the 408. Also a crash reported on Colonial eastbound near 434. Slowdowns on I-4 westbound around Colonial and from Kirkman out towards US-27. Eastbound I-4 slow from World Drive to the Turnpike around Fairbanks and up around West First Street. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave Dorica. Give John Barris a silver dollar. Alan Jackson. He got it. He got it right away. Alan Jackson. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Just playing some excellent music for us. All right. We appreciate that. Of course, this hour is uh, being brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. If you've just turned in, anticipating Abe Katzman being with us, tonight is the fifth night of Hanukkah. And we once again want to wish our Jewish friends happy Hanukkah out there. All of you a happy Hanukkah. And he's celebrating Hanukkah tonight. So we'll have him back with us next week. In the meantime, we'll be back with a lot more right here tonight on the American Adversaries. This hour brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. That's PJTN.com. Be a part of the solution. Join up at pjtn.org. Be a watchman tonight. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. In March 2020, a tornado destroyed the Reverend Jacques Boyd's Nashville church. His friend, the Reverend Vincent Johnson, lent him worship space. Nearly four years later, Boyd has offered to return the favor... Johnson's Community Baptist Church was struck by a tornado early Saturday evening just as members were preparing an appreciation banquet for Johnson and his wife. 
Several people were injured and taken to the hospital. Some required emergency surgery. Boyd says he knows the toll that a disaster can take on a pastor who's expected to be strong for the rest of the congregation. Boyd says his church intends to help Johnson's church in any way they can. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 157 points. The Nasdaq rose 28. The S&P 500 advanced 18. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Crash on OBT reported at Doss Avenue near Oak Ridge. 434 northbound crash reported at the 408. I-4 westbound. Slowdowns around Colonial and from Kirkman out towards US-27. Eastbound I-4 slow from World Drive to the Turnpike. Also slow around Fairbanks with a crash reported near there. And slow up around West 1st Street. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. Welcome to the American Adversaries, Drive Time, the Titans of Talk Radio, on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com, streaming on Rumble, and a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm We're back, we're live, we are the American Adversaries on this Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you being out there, and we now want to welcome our WACX TV audience. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate that. That's the Super Channel, 55.7 on your antenna remote. If you don't have an antenna, you need to get one, ladies and gentlemen. Even if you got cable or whatever, you still need an antenna TV set up. It's for emergencies and to watch the American Adversaries, right? (laughs) There you go. All right, that is Lori Cardoza-Moore. This hour is brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. We also have Rick Brown and Big John Barros with us tonight. I am Christopher Hart, and Jeff Sinis is on the bridge, 407-774-8255. And if you tuned in on Friday, and I hope you did, you heard us out at Icon Park, uh, sitting next to the world's biggest and best built, I might add, Red Kettle for the Salvation Army Red Kettle Challenge. And as a, as a Captain Ken was riding the wheel, they now call it, that big Ferris wheel out there, we were on the ground collecting money and, and having a good old time. Well, this is for a good reason, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the Red Kettle program is to raise money for the Salvation Army as they provide for those people in our community who need a little help up and uh, every now and then, or maybe regularly. And so they're there 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, uh, hence the text number 24365. So there's a couple of ways you can help us out. You can text KETTLE, the word KETTLE, to 24365, 
kettle to 24365 and then just follow the instructions to get to where you can make a donation. Or perhaps a more direct route is to go to the answerorlando.com website and click on the red kettle banner, and it'll take you there as well. And once again, if you want to call Jeff, the call-in number, if you want to drop something by here or mail it to the station, you can do that as well. And we'll have another special challenge for you when Mike is back in the studio with us tomorrow night. But in the meantime, I want to speak now with a young lady who's out there working hard and raising a family, and I think going on her own, who had occasion to need the Salvation Army. Natasha, thanks for being with us tonight. Thank you. Well, we appreciate it. I know you got your hands full with your children, but tell us how it was that you came to need some help from the Salvation Army. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So... um, There was a situation where uh, something in my home was consuming light that I was not using, and it skyrocketed my electric bill. Um, And it got to the point where it was me paying my light bill or becoming homeless. So the Salvation Army had a few programs that assisted me, whether if it was with food so that I can balance out the finances in the home, um, but it helped a, a tremendous, it, it helped so much. And their support when I went to the Salvation Army, um, they, it was pretty much when I entered, it was a huge hug. And I'm a hardworking woman. I pay my bills on time. But it was pretty much something that came unexpectedly. And, you know, I needed help. And I pretty much was like, you know, we have so many resources, especially where we're at. And I was like, the Salvation Army had my back through the whole time, and now I'm able to get back on track. So every, you know, everything helps. Every small, even partial donation helps, because, you know, it 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 goes a long way, especially during the holidays. You don't want to make the choice to tell your children, hey, I can't afford... Um, Christmas gifts because this happened in something mommy couldn't control. So it, this is like a tremendous help that they gave me and it, it, you know, it warmed my heart. Well, you know, as a matter of fact, $40 fills a Christmas stocking for children and seniors. Uh, just one small aspect mm-hmm. of what they do. $25 feeds a person for a week. This this money that you contribute to the Salvation Army, virtually every penny of it goes to the the people who need it. Very little of it is overhead. It's like 95 percent, if yep. I'm not mistaken. A lot Last, of volunteers, Captain Ken, mm-hmm. absolutely. And and then for people like Natasha, I mean, when they when you went to them for help, did they ask uh, any questions or did they just offer up the help? Yeah, they were pretty much like, what do you need? How can we help you? You know, what of our what of our resources do you need help with? And they guided me through everything. They're like, hey, you know, here's a gift card for food so you don't have to worry about this. Here's a box of supplies for hygiene and products, cleaning supplies, you know, mm. so things for the kids. And it, it helps so much because it allowed me to balance other things and get back on track so I didn't drown. Did you find the source of the power leak, shall we call it? Yes. And the uh, landlord ended up fixing it. But again, because I live here, the the responsibility was held 
uh, on me to pay the difference. Right, and there was other resources, yes. Because you get that the utility bill. Me to get right. back on track. Right. Yes. You pay your own utility bill, so mm-hmm. the obligation yes. fell to you. Uh, yes. Would you recommend the Salvation Army to other people in a similar circumstance? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know many times, for instance, my first reaction was my pride. No, I'm going to figure this out. No. You know, there's going to be a point in life where you're going to need the mm-hmm. help that you give. You know, it mm-hmm. comes around sometime in your life, and there's no shame to to need help. And absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you have how many children? I have two. Well, that's fantastic. And how have they been doing holding up through all of this? They've been pretty good because I've shadowed them. So, you know, I, I I like to make sure that my kids don't see the struggle of the adults. And that's where, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that the Salvation Army was able to come through and, you know, protect my kids from having to go through that extra struggle. And you say you're you're still working? Yes, yes, I'm still working. I've been in the same company going on four years. Well, hopefully uh, you'll continue to progress and get on your feet such that uh, if a circumstance like this comes up mm-hmm. again, you'll be able to hand- handle it yourself. But you're right. I exactly. Mean, something like this Absolutely. could happen to any one of us, mm-hmm. and it's there by the grace of God. So mm-hmm. well, you're, you're doing great, Natasha, and it's uh, been fantastic speaking with you. So uh, hang in there. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for allowing me to uh, welcome, welcoming me to the radio. I appreciate it, and I appreciate the Salvation Army for everything that they have done for me. Anything else you want to say? And happy holidays and, you know, happy new year. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas. Thank you so very much, Natasha. Thank you, guys. Have That's a great awesome. rest of your night. Uh, you do the same. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. All right. That's, you know, where these resources go. Mm-hmm. And we want you to know that these folks come from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Some of them are worse off than others. Mm-hmm. Some of yeah. them just need a little bit of help. Some folks need a lot of help. Yeah. Uh, but it's not us, not up for us to judge them, right, John? I mean, you That's don't judge anybody right. that comes down there. No, and I've taken people to Salvation Army many times and mm-hmm. pointed them that way when I was a chaplain at 33rd Street. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, once again... 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, they're there. So please help them and help us fill up this red kettle that we have, our, so to speak. But our red kettle challenge, once again, it's going to go on now for a little less than two weeks. So please help us. And don't forget, we're in competition with some other radio stations around here, so I'm told. So anyway. <laughs> they must be way behind, though. I would, That's I would right. hope so. Kind of like Biden. Uh, yeah, there you go. But kettle is our code word. Now, other stations are using the 24365 number, but they have a different code word. So kettle is our word. And spread it around. Mm-hmm. Tell people if they want to put money in the kettle to go to kettle. Two four three six five, and uh, real quick on Saturday, I went uh, to one of the local Publixes, and they're out there ringing the bell. Were four students from Edgewater High School. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic! Yeah, it was. It yeah. should be. It should be our youth out there. Yep, absolutely. And they were having a good time of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Indeed. So, anyway, when you see the red kettles out there, when you're around, please uh, put a few bucks or whatever you can in those things as well. All right. Uh, in the meantime, as I said, uh, Rudy Giuliani 
is getting the same treatment in Georgia that Donald Trump is getting in New York. And what I mean by that is that he's getting ready now to have a court hearing uh, having to do with damages because a judge has already decided his guilt without a trial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Same thing that Ingeron is doing to Trump in New York City over that civil case up there being pressed by uh, uh, Peekaboo Letitia James. Peekaboo uh, mm-hmm. is what Trump calls her. Anyway, uh, he decided that Trump was guilty of committing fraud on the state of New York. And so all this stuff that's been going on over this past five or six weeks in New York City has been to determine how much they're going to penalize Donald Trump. Well, they're getting ready to do the same thing to Rudy Giuliani tomorrow. Rudy Giuliani is being sued by the mother and daughter. If you remember, they te- they were some of the tearful testi- testifiers at the 1-6 clown show. They were the mother and daughter that were in the Atlanta voting location where there was a, a, a water break. Uh-huh. And they had to get everybody out of the building. Right. And, oh, yeah. But they, but they stayed behind. And they continued to count the voting. And they are the ones who are caught. I think it's the daughter who's caught on video. You see her pulling the boxes, the suitcases, suitcases. out from yeah. underneath the tables, which were skirted. So you couldn't see what was underneath them. She pulls the skirt up, pulls the thing out, pulls out a bunch of ballots and starts sticking them into the machine. Now, Giuliani was using that as evidence that there was fraud. And supposedly they did a recount and everything was fine, right? Uh, By the way, Georgia is now, uh, what was it, the latest one? I think it was 3,600 ballots were counted that that weren't supposed to be counted. I mean, there was fraud there. The question is how much and who who committed it. And you got to admit, let's uh, presume for a moment that what these women did was above board. Did it look above board? No. You run everybody else off first. Mm -hmm. You stay behind. You're not supposed to be counting votes unless you have observers there. But nonetheless, they go ahead, they grab ballots out from what appears to be a hidden location, Uh and then begins to count them after everybody else is gone. Even if it was above board, it sure didn't look like it. The appearance of impropriety. Is impropriety. That is correct. So it, it, it was, and so, but nonetheless, the judge has already decided mm. that Rudy Giuliani, you know, uh, you know, slandered these two poor women, and so now tomorrow, he at least he is seating a jury. So this is Georgia style. It's not New York City style. In New York City, Trump didn't even have the the the, the privilege of having a jury. Not that it would have made a matter difference, but it might have, considering his witnesses that were over the last week and a half that went in there and basically laughed off the prosecution's case and said these people don't know what they're talking about. And but anyway, um, in Georgia tomorrow they're going to seat the jury, and then the jury is going to decide the level of. Punishment, in other words, how much to award to these poor women. Uh, so they're not even going to see probably the video or anything like that. They're just going to hear what a scoundrel Rudy Giuliani is. Wow. Now, I presume he will be able to present a defense, and there he can perhaps bring in that evidence, but only if the judge allows it. And an appeal. It's right, right. So this isn't, this isn't the end. No, not, not, no, not at all. 
and it's not the end in the Trump case in no. New York either. Those Both these cases will go uh, up the ladder on appeal. All right, there's uh, something else going on with the Trump cases, and we'll get to that when we come back with the American Adversaries radio show. Once again, this hour is brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. You can be a part of the solution and join at pjtn.org. If you're a watchman, it's only 20 bucks a month. It's all. It's all, ladies and gentlemen, and it goes a long way to help our children and the education that they're getting and making it right because it's in a mess right now that's for sure it's got to start somewhere fixing it and we'll start it right here with your help proclaiming justice to the nations pjtn.org if you join this month i'm going to treat you to some gift certificates to cafe positano cover at least your first month's donation all right we'll be right go we'll be right back AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. At the Salvation Army, 82 cents of every dollar donated goes to programs and services right here in Orange and Osceola counties. The Red Kettle Challenge is on at TheAnswerOrlando.com or text KETTLE to 24365. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407-677-1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles, so it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. Folks, do you suffer from nagging back or neck pain? Ever wake up feeling more exhausted than the night before? And what about that sleep partner who's turning your nights into a concert of snores or dealing with breathing issues, acid reflux, or sleep apnea? Here's the game changer. Discover a better night's sleep and a better day at Relax and Comfort. We're a unique mattress store. At Relax and Comfort, we're all about elevating your sleep experience, and we've got all the top brands to prove it, including Tempur-Pedic, Personal and Comfort, and Stearns and Foster. Our smart beds aren't just beds. They're your personalized sleep sanctuary with hundreds of healthy positions. They're designed to fit you perfectly. Plus, they have an amazing feature, automatic snore detection and response. No more sleepless nights because of a noisy partner. The best part, we're conveniently located at Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas. Come see us today and experience a nice sleep like never before. Relax in comfort, where better sleep leads to better days. That's relaxincomfort.com or visit us in person at the Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas, a family tradition since 1967. The holidays are here, and there's no better way to enjoy them than to celebrate with family and friends as you break bread together. Cafe Positano's is where thousands of families and businesses have enjoyed delicious 
delicious, authentic Italian food served in a quiet atmosphere. Brothers Pasquale and Roberto Barba are proud to offer their family's recipes to your family, except on Thanksgiving Day, when they prepare the food and serve their employees. Celebrate and make Cafe Positano's a holiday tradition for your family and enjoy authentic Italian. Hi, I'm John Sieber, president of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender junk fees or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. One three two, or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 305711. We all know we can't avoid death and taxes. Here in Florida, we also can't avoid mold, mildew, and grime building up on our homes, businesses, carports, and sidewalks. When it's time for you to tackle that dirt and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning, D-E-E-R-E. They do it all from soft washing roofs to high-powered washing for those really tough jobs. No job too big or small. So when it comes time for you to deal with the mold, mildew, and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning at 407-978-8834. Leave the dirty work to them. 407-978-8834. I hope this music's getting you to feel like Christmas. Jeff's really gone back into his archives there. Smooth Jeff sent us. All right, that is Jeff on the bridge. That laughter there, that's John Barros. Got Rick Brown, Laurie Cardoza-Moore, and myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relaxing Comfort Studio. Of course, this hour is being brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. Normally, we'd be speaking with Abe Katzman right about now, but it is Hanukkah, and uh, we gave him the night off to help celebrate Hanukkah over there in Jerusalem. Uh, The fighting, however, does go on over there, and the funding is not happening yet over here, and trying in in an attempt to try to get Congress to move on the funding, which would include funding for other things. They got Vladimir Zelensky coming to Washington, D.C. Oh, no. Open your wallets. Here we go. We're not going to have Netanyahu come here or a representative from the Israeli government to, you know, talk about why they might need some aid. But no, we'll have Zelensky come again and speak to members of Congress. I guess he's going to speak to the entire Senate tomorrow and uh, have a one-on-one with the new House Speaker. Hopefully the new House Speaker will stand his ground. But... Currently, it doesn't look like there's going to be a deal done by the end of the year. And by the way, whether there is or not, the Senate has already put together a omnibus the budget bill 
that they're going to try to push through in January now. And in that, it includes, I think it's another 60 or $100 billion more for Ukraine Good on God. top of what they're trying to get now. What have they done with all the money they've been given so far? That's a good question. They're losing. That's a very good, and that is true. And what the United States is now afraid of, of course, is if we don't keep the fire over there, that Putin is going to, quote unquote, winning. But Putin is in a position to continue moving forward at this time. However, you know, this has not been a good endeavor for the United States. As I said when I started, I think I'm, Rick can correct me if I'm wrong, but I said I would not go to war against the Girl Scouts with Joe Biden as the commander in chief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're begging for 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 a loss. Mm-hmm. You know he's he's got Israel in a lurch of sorts. Yeah. If, if Israel didn't have their own resources right now, they would be uh, in a mess. But uh, they're taking care of business over there. And Netanyahu is pushing forward. He says it's the, the end is near, not for the operation, but for Hamas. They have really decimated yeah. the leadership in the Gaza area. Mm-hmm. Now, there are plenty more of them outside of Gaza that are going to have to be dealt with. But in the meantime, as I said, pardon me, <coughs> excuse me, Abe will be back next week. So deranged Jack Smith, who is prosecuting Trump in Washington and Miami, is now seeking a emergency hearing with the Supreme Court. Pardon me. And the reason is, part of Trump's defense in Washington is that he was immune as president from the January 6th stuff (coughs) because he was still president Mm. on January the 6th. And as such, his actions were as the chief executive, and therefore he should not be held personally responsible. Now, Smith, understanding that this will be a big part of Trump's defense, wants the Supreme Court to say, no, 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 no. You do not have immunity. In fact, an appeal court, one of the lower appeal courts, has ruled that Trump is uh, liable for civil suits. And so he's trying to leapfrog the appellate process to get to the Supreme Court, thinking that the Supreme Court is going to side with him, which is a stretch, I might add. I would say. Now, here's the thing. The Supreme Court has not yet decided that they are going to do that. And they only make these decisions on Fridays. And as a matter of fact, uh, actually Friday, they were supposed to decide if they were going to hear a different case, which has bearing on this case as well. It's, I think, three or four of the January 6th defendants who've already been convicted are appealing to the Supreme Court to hear their appeals based on the evidence that they were convicted on and the evidence that was withheld from them. And if the Supreme Court decides to hear that case, it will have a direct bearing on the Trump case because one of the four charges in Washington, D.C. is the same as what these guys were convicted of. Mm -hmm. All right. So that is separate from what Jack Smith wants, though. He wants this immunity decision. Now, what the Supreme Court does, and we'll do this in each of these cases, is they decide on a Friday if they want to hear the cases. It takes four of the nine justices to vote yes. 
if four of the nine justices vote yes, we want to hear these cases, then they will proceed with the case. If they decide no, we don't want to hear this case at this time, in the case of Trump and Jack Smith, it will go back down to the appellate courts and have to work its way up. That would be the normal process. Hmm. Normally, that doesn't happen until after a conviction. Now, with the other guys, they will be SOL. That will be the end of it for them. They will not have any other avenue of appeal. So uh, it won't mean the end for Trump's case, that they won't have further appeal, but in their case, it would. So we will now not find out until evidently January the 5th will be the next time that they will sit down and consider these and other cases. This is the process mm. where cases can get fast-tracked to the Supreme Court. And sometimes they take them, sometimes they don't. Uh, one of the times that they took these cases, or this type of case, was a guy by the name of Brady. And that ended up being the Brady Rule. And the Brady Rule is you have the right to remain silent. If you speak now, anything you say may and can and may be used against you in a court of law. And it also made it incumbent upon the prosecutors to provide all evidence in a case to the defense. Oh. If you've ever seen that, that movie, My Cousin Vinny, yeah. where the prosecutor gives over the evidence and stuff. to uh, yep. So that's the Brady rule. You have to cough it all up. So anyway, we got a lot more right here tonight with the American Adversaries radio show. This hour having been brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. Please help us and join by going to PJTN.org. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, sit right up. January 20th, 2017 will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. 
We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Welcome to our number two of the American Adversaries Drive Time Now Prime Time Radio Show. Thanks so much for tuning in as we come to you on Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year. That's right. That's our station. That's us right here. All right. And uh, don't forget, we're also on WACX-TV, the Super Channel. Howdy. And our Rumble Channel, American Adversaries. All right. So I've got Big John Barros. I've got Lori Cardoza-Moore of Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. I've got Rick Brown and myself. The philosopher, political mad scientist Christopher Hart, <laughs> and the relaxing coverage studio Jeff Sennis is on the bridge. Now, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were talking on, I believe it was on a Monday, wasn't it, John? A couple of weeks ago, Lori, that uh, I had seen uh, our next guest on an episode with Tucker Carlson. And she was oh, talking yeah. about her documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis, and uh, and about the George Floyd thing, which we never bought into, but so many people did. Well, lo and behold, uh, she got hooked up with Carl Jackson and was on his podcast last Monday. I hope you caught that. That's uh, Carl, the CarlJacksonShow.com. But uh, we got her here tonight, so we want to talk to her about her life and how she got to do this documentary, what it's meant to make The Fall of Minneapolis. Liz Collin, thanks for being with us tonight. Thank you guys very very much for for having me. I don't want to start right away with a correction, but I've never been on with Tucker Carlson. But if you guys know him, if you could uh, if you could just uh, make a call for me, I'd, I'd appreciate. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, he was talking about your documentary, and nonetheless, uh, thank you for correcting me, though. So, oh, no. so I, I just uh, figured I figured I'd start, start off light. But no, I appreciate the time, you guys. Okay. Well, first of all, how is it that you came to make this documentary? Yeah, so it's been a bit of a journey for me. I uh, was in the mainstream media for nearly 20 years before all of this. I was working in um, Minneapolis as a longtime anchor and reporter uh, during May 25th, 2020, uh, when this all unfolded. I happened to be married um, to a guy by the name of uh, Bob Kroll, but he was a longtime police lieutenant in Minneapolis, and he was the president of the police union during all of this, um, and we'd been married for, for several years, but all of a sudden, anyone who had any relationship with a police officer uh, needed to be, uh, you know, killed or canceled. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was uh, demoted in the wake of, of all this, lost my position at the station. Um, but I really started following the case pretty closely, not only for, for my personal connection to it, but as a journalist, I was so bothered how we were privy to so much information that we refused to pass on to the public, information that I think would have made a difference uh, early on here, and I was sort of muzzled and thrown in a closet, well, um, so I, I couldn't really do much. It's my understanding that you were quite popular in Minneapolis until you started delving into this, and then you became a pariah of sort. Is that correct? <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, I, um, I'm a Minnesota native, uh, so grew up actually watching the station where I worked, and I was the highest-rated uh, weekend news anchor in the Twin Cities, had been for a really long time, won a bunch of Emmy Awards, changed my reporting helped change laws, did all the things that I thought mattered in journalism. Um, but I really saw, um, you know, the way the media was able, able to manipulate this message and, and push this very uh, divisive narrative forward when the facts never supported really any of it, and everybody was failing to call out the people that needed to be to be called at, called out, and that's supposed to be the job of, of journalists. So I left the mainstream media and got into uh, independent media. I work for a place now called uh, Alpha News, but they allowed me to put out my book, which was uh, put out last year. It's called They're Lying, uh, The Media, The Left, and The Death of George Floyd. But we wanted to take it a step wow. further, do this documentary, allow uh, people to see this for free, uh, the truth, you know, should should be free, um, and so that was sort of what led us uh, to the documentary itself. By the way, it was Jesse Waters, uh, I believe, that I saw you on. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry about that. I get, Correct. Sir, I, oh, it's no, that no. time slot. It's always going to be Tucker Carlson exactly. at 8 o'clock. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> All right. But anyway, he, he does need to have you. He does need to speak with you, and I hope that he will <laughs> soon. Um, how did it play out in the newsroom? This is what's always kind of intrigued me, that the media know that much of what they're telling the public is either not correct at all or not the full story. So how did that play out in this case in the media, in the, in the newsroom there? Because obviously you wanted to get to the truth, but I presume your producers and, and colleagues did not. Yeah, I think I, I saw this sort of again and again in my last, you know, I would say I trace it back five, six years in mainstream, my last sort of tail end of my career in mainstream media. Uh, it wasn't so much what we were telling the, the public anymore, but what we were not. You know, I kind of consider mm-hmm. it lies by omission. We were, uh, you know, manipulating, uh, you know, the messaging and poisoning the public, I felt like, especially when it comes to a lot of these law enforcement stories. And this was long before I, I married a, a police officer. Um, I just felt that the press never did a good job, and they always were, you know, demonizing, uh, you know, the police officers. And, and frankly, we're all less safe, um, to this day, because of the lies that were told, uh, you know, on May 25th, 2020, um, here here in Minneapolis. So um, instead of the conversations being about this case, we had things changing, and this was uh, via CBS News. You know, I was working for a CBS O&O station, uh, owned and operated station in Minneapolis. So half of the people we interviewed um, after George Floyd had to be non-white or from a protected class. Um, these are the kind of mandates we're instilling, and I'm saying, well, so we're implementing racism. This is what we're doing. I've never had to judge someone on the color of their skin <laughs> before, you know, we, we put them on television. But this is the sort of stuff that was that was happening, um, and just a lot of different, you know, cha- changing the language or, or crafting things a, a certain way. Uh, reporters were allowed to use the hashtag Black Lives Matter, of course, in, in the wake of all of this. Wow. No mainstream media really has much to say about that movement. Uh, now, after you know, again, what the what the evidence has has shown, but just uh, so many things um, that that reporters were doing um, in the wake of all this, but really failing to to get at the facts. One of my co-hosts here, John Barros, after we spoke on the air about this, he watched your documentary. And John, tell her your reaction because I think it's probably typical. Yeah, I was uh, sitting there with my brother and sister-in-law, and uh, we were just shocked out of our mind it it seemed that there was so much corruption from the uh um the powers that be and uh just made me not want to think that i was uh living in a country that this is happening to and i want to thank you for uh putting that out because 
it was very important to, to me, and I'm sure it is to a lot of people. Thank you, John. I, I appreciate that. And, and I will say, you know, it wasn't really, you know, here's the, here's the story to change your mind. Um, we wanted to craft it in a way that, you know, really, these are the facts. You can decide whatever you want after the film. You know, it, it's up to you. Uh, but ask yourself, why was this kept from you? Are we okay with the media, you know, our government, our politicians, um, you know, pushing this all uh, on us, um, withholding information from us, and then we're left to deal with the consequences, you know, three years three years later uh, from, from all of this. I think you're absolutely right, John, too, the, you know, the message about this is our so-called justice system. Mm-hmm. Um, are we really uh, okay with that? And, and again, if it's just on uh, the fall of Minneapolis.com, available for free. Uh, it is about an hour and 45 minutes, so you have to have a little time to, to watch it. But um, I, I do appreciate, you know, people sharing their feedback once they see it. It goes by fast. Because no. you're, you're sitting there going, what, really, what, really, what, really? And how did you get access to all the, the video and the, the information to put it together? Yeah, you know, that that's um, the thing I like to make clear also. That this is all public documentation. I mean, again, I've been a reporter for a long time. It's not like this is some conspiracy theory I, I crafted together. This is all there, um, even in, in the book, um, which is again called They're Lying, uh, but I had more than 230 sources used used for that book, uh, and I worked with, uh, on that book, uh, Dr. J.C. Shea is his name, and he's a former police officer himself uh, who helped me put the book together, and he was the director and writer of, of the film. Uh, and all actually, all of our information, all of this public documentation is available for everybody. Uh, we put it on the fall of Minneapolis.com. Uh, so this is the very first time in Minneapolis police history that they withhold body camera footage from the public. Um, you know, this is an 18-minute interaction that takes place with George Floyd. Uh, the jury, in the end, is only allowed to see 90 seconds of that. Uh, but mm-hmm. the public itself is only allowed to see um, that viral Facebook video. That goes on for two and a half months before it's actually an international news agency that, that leaks the body camera footage. As crazy as it sounds to even say that it was leaked. Um, but that was sort of after people had moved on and already thought what they thought two and a half months later. Um, so, so this, uh, as I say, this information is really all out there. We have the autopsy of George Floyd, which was done within 12 hours of his death. It's, yeah. you know, the official autopsy is complete. That's withheld from the public for nearly a week as there's sort of these backdoor meetings with prosecutors and you see for yourself how the narrative kind of changes over the course of those days and meetings. The FBI is involved in this case within just a few hours. Um, you know, I could kind of go on and on with, with everything that was happening behind the scenes. And you'll see it all in the documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis, thefallofminneapolis.com, and spread the word yeah. around. People, Go ahead, John. Yeah, you know, the um, as you were talking about your history or your uh, where you've worked and what you've done earlier on the show, I was kind of wondering to myself um, how long... Uh, I mean, what what is it like to be in your position and seeing the things you see through being a journalist? What is your view of uh, like the state of our country and the state of uh, the our justice system? I mean, what? How do you keep a a, a positive uh, outlook after seeing and knowing all this stuff? Yeah, John, it seems to be harder with the, the day, to be honest. I will say that in Minnesota, we seem to have endless material uh, when it comes to, uh, oh. to things to, to write about and, and um, re- report about. Uh, 
Sadly, and I and I also think you know I've seen for myself, especially the Minnesota media, but I think it's uh, indicative of of other markets as well. Uh, there seems to be this fear sort of permeated. Uh, you know, it's it's palpable in the air. Um, so so many people don't want to report on on certain issues, and that's where um, you know we uh, kind of thrive over where I am now at Alpha News, uh, focusing on the things that the mainstream media avoids, and we say we're you know uncensored and, and unafraid. But I think the only way that um, we're able to move past this is if it is exposed uh, and it is talked about, and um, you know that that's what we aim to do. But yeah, absolutely, you're right. I think that is um, that is difficult because. If I could have had my way, I wish there was a happy ending uh, to this documentary. Maybe the next one I do, there there will be. But um, but no, it's I don't want to give any spoiler alerts here. But it doesn't end on a happy note for sure. Yeah, well, it's because it was a big lie, another big lie. And what, what troubles me, and from what you're saying, and I, I think I kind of noticed this also during the scamdemic, the COVID nonsense, is that local mm-hmm. media ceased being local media. They became mouthpieces for the national media with a local face. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think that, you know, especially over this, and I was um, in mainstream media for, for COVID as well, um, it's sort of like journalists became activists. Mm. And I've never seen on such a level, you know, kind of for both stories, that they're fine just pushing propaganda when we were privy, again, to, to information that deserved uh, to, to be to be shown or, to you know, at least to push back on, on some of this. Uh, with, with COVID, for example, um, you know, there was so much that, that came out. People were calling in with tips about, you know, having reactions to the vaccine and whatnot. We would never do a story about, about something uh, like that because that did that didn't fit the narrative, and I'd never seen that on such a, a scale before um, with some of these different things that have happened o- over the years. But but again, just refusing to uh, sort of properly inform the public, which is supposed to be um, our job. Hey, Liz, it's, it's Rick Brown. Hey, I spent the past couple of years asking myself why. You know, I, 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 I see what's happening in the media. I see what's happening with the uh, the one-sidedness of every story that gets reported, both nationally and locally. And I keep asking why. Have you ever asked that or come to any conclusion? What is in it for these local news stations and local reporters to all be screaming liberal activists? <laughs> yeah, um, an excellent question, Rick. I, I would just say from my experience... Um, as a reporter, you know, you always follow the money, follow the power, and then I think somewhere along the lines you, you find the answer to, to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look at you look at what big media has become. Um, I think it's like 80% of the ad revenue that goes to, you know, these mainstream corporations comes from Big Pharma. They're a big supporters of, sure. of that, obviously. And um, that's why I think all big stories, and you can sort of name them, um, have been broken by independent journalists nowadays. Um, you know, whether it's the censorship at, uh, at, at Twitter that was uncovered or, or different things that um, other, you know, independent media sources have, have uncovered. There's so many big stories that maybe three or four years later, the mainstream media will acknowledge. Um, but the people, you know, sort of with the, the, um, the drive to break it from the beginning are not attached to a lot of these uh, big networks. We're speaking with Liz Collin. She's now with Alpha News. They produced The Fall of Minneapolis. You can find it at thefallofminneapolis.com. Make sure everybody sees this, that you can get to have see it. Yeah, Liz, this is Laurie. And I want to, as a filmmaker myself, 
um, produced several documentary films about Israel and anti-Semitism. You know, um, I commend you for taking this issue on and being courageous enough to go public with this because I can only assume the death threats that you have encountered. No, th- thank you, Laurie. I appreciate that. And thank, thank you for your important work um, also. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, it, this was, you know, kind of on my heart for a long time. I, I'm a person of faith, and I knew God was like, all right, you're going to have to do this. I was sort of waiting, like, is anybody else going to speak up? <laughs> but I was kind of in the, the perfect uh, position, you know, for, for a reason. Um, as a, you know, I really have dedicated to trying to be a truth teller my my entire career mm-hmm. um, and sort of had to leave that dream job or uh, the corporate media world to, to be able um, to do this but I will say um, by far um, you know the positive feedback um, has outweighed any negativity and, and you know people have been critical of the film but if they are they just call me names that I'm a white supremacist or I mean it's nothing nobody has disputed the facts and it's been nearly a month at this point. Um, so, so the, where does that leave us exactly? Um, you know, so I think that, that that says a lot, or, you know, God forbid I'm married to a police officer, so of course I have this uh, agenda. Um, and, but that was another reason I wanted to do the, the film, too, Lori, is giving a voice to these um, men and women who served the city of Minneapolis mm-hmm. for so long, because it didn't seem like the media even cared about them. Uh, they lost, you know, nearly 40% of their police force in the wake of all of this. They were basically served up to, to these peaceful protesters, also known as rioters, right. uh, in, uh, in their th- the third precinct that was, you know, surrendered to the rioters that night and just recounting that. And I think every officer we brought in for an interview uh, broke down at, at some point during the interview. So um, really heartbreaking. Um, and, and you really see for yourself, too, how this just didn't have to happen if the truth was told. That's, that's all you got to do is tell the truth and everything else will work out fine. What about your husband? What, what happened to him? Yeah, he... He, uh, luckily enough, um, was eligible to retire (laughs) after a a little while, uh, you know, and how that works with pensions and whatnot. They they need to sort of get out of there, otherwise they lose money going to work. So um, he was able to to retire during all of this, certainly not the way he wanted to to leave. But, uh, you know, you really kind of see this force you're up against. And that's why people say, you know, what do we do? And, you know, I say you can support your law enforcement um, no matter where you are. Or get involved with groups that do that, um, but until voting changes, especially in Minneapolis, um, I don't really know how it gets better. Well, I've got a three-pronged question, but you're a professional, so you can handle it. Uh, are you at all in contact with Derek Chauvin, and what did you feel when you heard that he had been stabbed 22 or 23 times, and also when the Supreme Court turned down his appeal? Yeah, just um, walking back. Um, so we put the documentary out, and it and and the film itself does raise a lot of questions about the FBI that I don't think people have have really known about before. And then it's nine days after putting the film out um, that he's stabbed the day after Thanksgiving, and and honest, obviously we were um, shocked and horrified um, that that happened at all. Stabbed twenty two times as he was making copies um, in the library that day, and and I will say, you know, he'd been at this facility without any incident for 15 months. Uh, we had been in contact with him actually up until that Wednesday um, uh, of the stabbing. He's only been able to have um, a couple calls with his family since as he, he recovers. Uh, but then you have a former FBI informant who's responsible for all of this, who had just a, just a few years left on his sentence. 
but decided to go ahead and do that. So I think there is so many questions that, that remain about that, and we'll continue to, to follow it, of course, on, um, at Alpha News. But we have not spoken to him since um, the, the, the stabbing, but continue to be in touch with his with his family. And, and obviously there's nothing else to, to say beyond it. It's just, you know, horrific. And, and also, just a few days after putting out the documentary, the U.S. Supreme Court, you're right, came back and said uh, that they would not accept this appeal or, you know, hear, hear the case at that level. But there are a couple more legal maneuvers here moving forward um, with some new evidence and such. And, uh, you know, all, all hope is not lost as far as, uh, you know, what what could possibly be down the road for, for Derek Chauvin. For well, sure. Considering the circumstances in the meantime, I don't understand why he's not in a minimum security facility rather than a, an FCI. Um, tell us a little bit about Alpha News. Yeah, so we've been around um, just about six, seven years at this point. Um, it was primarily just um, a place for, for written content, uh, things you wouldn't read about in, in the newspaper and whatnot. Um, certainly more focused to, to conservative media, but uh, the, I do some uh, podcasts for them. It's uh, called Liz Collin Reports, a very creative title. Uh, but, but I bring on people you know you won't, you won't hear about on, on the nightly news and, and whatnot. Um, and yeah, we, uh, we have a Minnesota based focus, but I think a lot of what's happening in Minnesota, you know, does certainly travel to other parts of, of the country as well. So it's just alphanews.org. Uh, we are a, a nonprofit and we have, you know, several hundred thousand people that are looking at our, our stuff every day and, um, just Excellent. kind of an up and coming news group in Minnesota. Alphanews.org and thefallofminneapolis.com. Please go to both locations, ladies and gentlemen. Get involved and help Liz get the truth out. And uh, if, we, if we can pull any strings, we'll get you a screening down in Mar-a-Lago, too. I don't know. That was, <laughs> we'll work on that one. Hey, thanks, guys. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'm out of time tonight, but I'd love to have you back because I've got more questions for you, and I want more people to hear about this. So if you don't mind, I'll have Kathy get with you. Oh, absolutely. All right, but thank uh, I'd you. be happy to. Thank you guys very much. And thank you, and God bless you. And uh, absolutely, you got our thoughts and prayers with you for, for being bold and brave to do this. This is what we need to save our country. Yep. Absolutely. Have a great night. And Merry right Christmas. back at you guys. Merry God Christmas. Bless. Merry Bye Christmas now. to you and your husband. All right, thefallofminneapolis.com. And once again, as you said, it's free. John, you saw it. And am I wrong? It goes by fast, doesn't it? It does. And it, it's so good. It, I mean, it, very well done. And you're going to get the true story. And that's all we want. That's all we ask for is the truth. Is that asking too much? I guess anymore it sure is. All right. In the meantime, well, we blew through that commercial break, so I'm going to hear about that. But in the meantime, we'll come back after this break with more of the American Adversaries radio show and some news from the terrace from Big yes. John Barros. And don't forget, you can be following John on his Facebook page. That's John Barros, B-A-R-R-O-S. But once again, please see for yourself the fall of Minneapolis and spread the word around. That's how it's going to get out. Thefallofminneapolis.com and check out Liz Collin, that's C-O-L-L-I-N, Liz Collin, at alphanews.org. And then in, uh, when we come back also, we got an update on our Red Kettle Challenge, and we'll give you some news about the Highland Games, the Scottish Highland Games. Coming up fast. You know, it's kind of cold out there, you know, it's going to be January. Yeah, it's perfect in a kilt. Oh, that's what he says. That's because he's got that little flask of uh, uh, relief. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, we'll take a little relief here for a few minutes and come back with more of the American Adversaries radio show.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Attorneys for a pregnant Texas woman who sought court permission for an abortion in an unprecedented challenge to one of the most restrictive bans in the U.S. say she's left the state to obtain the procedure. The announcement came Monday as 31-year-old Kate Cox awaited a ruling from the Texas Supreme Court over whether she could legally obtain an abortion under narrow exceptions to the state's bans. Special Counsel Jack Smith is asking the Supreme Court to take up and rule quickly on whether former President Donald Trump can be prosecuted on charges he plotted to overturn the 2020 election results. A federal judge ruled the case could go forward. But the Republican ex-president signaled he'd asked the federal appeals court in Washington to reverse that outcome. Smith is attempting to bypass the appeals court. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles. So it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard. Because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Network sound and video makes memories last forever. There are so many reasons to convert your old media to digital. The advantages are endless. Digital is lighter, sturdier, and much more compact. 
And please consider this. Should you have to evacuate due to hurricane, flood, or fire, you couldn't pack all those heavy videotapes. You could, however, grab your entire album of DVDs and portable drives right off your bookshelf. Visit NetworkSoundAndVideo.com or call 407-834-8555. Welcome to the American Adversaries. Drive Time, the titans of talk radio. On AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com. Streaming on Rumble. And a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. Well, if you ask me where I come from, Here's what I tell everyone I was born by God's dear grace In an extraordinary place With the stars and stripes And the eagle fly It's a big old land with countless dreams we're back. We're live. We are the American Adversaries. Thanks so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you being out there. Got Big John Barros, Rick Brown, Lori Cardoza Moore, and myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relaxing Comfort Studio. Jeff is on the bridge. And you know, John, he's still going downtown there, taking the abuse and saving lives. Well, I'm going down there, and uh, hopefully, it's not about taking the abuse, it's about watching God move in the hearts of minds of people. It's it's still a beautiful thing. We had uh, last week. I was only able to go a couple of days. Uh, I'm in the middle of switching uh, over a lot of health care stuff, and uh, so I was only able to go a couple of days. But God just continues to move, and those people just get angrier. I mean, it was so strange because uh, we had uh, a bunch of them. We had like seven or eight on. Uh, on Tuesday, seven or eight on Wednesday, and uh, they you, just, you mean women walking away? No, the carnies. Oh, the, you oh, know, that oh. are trying to block us, and uh, but God continues to move and gets the people out of there. Uh, where the preaching goes on, they're still looking out the windows of the waiting room, and uh, they can still hear everything, and uh, God continues to get people out of there. Um, Again, it's it's been beautiful, and he's raising up more people now. Uh, I have a meeting tomorrow uh, night with a a church that they want to get uh, involved and uh, and help, and then another one this uh, weekend, and uh, just having a lot of rise. I'm hoping that some of it's from this radio show that are uh, uh, emailing and wanting to know. Uh, what they can do and how they can be involved. And uh, it just seems that uh, God is uh, moving in a different direction right now, a direction that we need. I mean, we we need more people. These people have destroyed people's lives by getting them fired and whatnot. And uh, uh, so we need more, more people that don't mind that. Uh, if I was going to put up a... Uh, help wanted uh, uh, poster for this uh, this outfit. I would I would put up a, a wanted poster and say <laughs> wanted. 
someone that doesn't care about having their name destroyed, doesn't care about losing their job, uh, you know, and then kind of lighten it up a bit and say <laughs> people that are uh, 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 I forgot, I lost my well, train we, of thought there. I think we get the idea. You though, get John. the idea, yeah. yeah but, well, uh, he's talking about these women down there and individuals who think they're men but any any uh, I, I thought of you when i i saw this i had heard uh, about this i heard a little bit of a clip and it was in the tip sheet today and by the way if you're a member of the answer seekers club you would have got the tip sheet you know what i'm talking about uh, it's number nine on the tip sheet uh and it's uh this one of the hosts of the view of course, you know the view, right? That's yeah. those cackling, oh, yeah. the cackling women oh, yeah. on and uh, ABC or whatever. Uh, and it was the one named Sarah. What's her last name? Sarah. Sarah Haynes, I think it is. Um, anyway, she was on there, and yeah, Sarah Haynes, and she was saying that. And this is why I thought of you, John. She said that pro-lifers should stop seeking life-saving medical treatment and saying God willed them to get sick and should will and is should will them to die. Mm. And that's the what you that's the claptrap you're hearing down that's there. It, yeah, all day, every day. These people and, and, and I'm so wondering, evil. you know, how can these people think this mm. and say it on TV? Now it's one thing for these wackos right. to come down there and do that, but it's another thing for a wacko to get paid big money to say it on TV. And she's not talking just about she's talking about also sidewalk counselors, yep. but she's talking about anybody that's pro-life. That's right. And so I don't get how Thanking God for making you sick and die is pro-life. <laughs> no, I don't either. <laughs> but th this is the, the bizarre uh, workings of these twisted minds of theirs. Yeah, and, and the other thing that makes me even madder is that where are the conservatives that should be calling that television uh, station, that uh, network, and complaining about this stuff? I remember when I was younger... I mean, somebody said something or whatever, they were bombarded with, uh, you know, people complaining about that. Yeah. Where is it? Where is everybody? I mean, they're just like, well, gone. It's, uh, you know, the David Pollack show is coming up next. And uh, he's one of his uh, his uh, taglines is I'm, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take oh, yeah. it anymore. That's from the movie Network, Network. by the Love way, it. which is going to be on TCM Wednesday night at eight o'clock awesome. if you want to see it. But um, uh, this this is it is the 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 media today, I think, would welcome those calls. Yeah, yeah, we really got them riled up today. Look at all the calls we got. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's that pro-wrestling angle now of politics and the media. And that is that a bad reaction is just as good as a good reaction mm -hmm. if you get a lot of it. For ratings. Right. 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 For money. It, correct. And, and so what, what galls me is the sponsors of shows like that. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, it's, but it is what it is. But as I said, it, it's this is the state of the left. The mindset of the left is built on and around hatred. 
it, it, and they have mm-hmm. they've rationalized that it's okay to hate the right things, and not only is it okay, but it is good. It, that's part of the CRT, right? Yep. yep. You, 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 you got to hate the whiteness. Absolutely. Yep. It, it's not enough just not to support it. You got to hate it. You got to mm-hmm. do something. You got to be active. You got to take a role in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where those women and, and the boy that yeah. come down there, see, they, yep. they got to take a role. They got to they act out on that hate. Yep. And it's, it's, it's a very powerful motivator. Well, anyway, you can follow John on his Facebook page, John Barros, B-A-R-R-O-S. We'll take another break. We got some more of the American Adversaries, and then you got the David Pollack Show coming up next live right here tonight. And he's going to be talking blockchain stuff, so we're going to get a good education on that sort of thing. So stick around for more of the American Adversaries and some great programming after us. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. The Red Kettle Challenge is on. Get creative. Show unique ways of donating to the Red Kettle in a short video. Then share on social media. Hashtag Red Kettle Challenge at SAL Army Orlando. Tuesday, here Tuesday. Looking for your lost cat? No, I'm looking for Tuesday. What? Tijuana Flats has two tacos, chips, and a drink for just $6.99 every Tuesday. Tijuana Tuesdays? Yes, have you seen it? Tijuana Tuesdays, every Tuesday at Tijuana Flats. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407-677-1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health. The holidays are here, and there's no better way to enjoy them than to celebrate with family and friends as you break bread together. Cafe Positano's is where thousands of families and businesses have enjoyed delicious, authentic Italian food served in a quiet atmosphere. Brothers Pasquale and Roberto Barba are proud to offer their family's recipes to your family, except on Thanksgiving Day, when they prepare the food and serve their employees. Celebrate and make Cafe Positano's a holiday tradition for your family and enjoy authentic Italian. Hi, I'm John Sieber, president of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender junk fees or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. Or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 305711. We all know we can't avoid death and taxes. Here in Florida, we also can't avoid mold, mildew, and grime building up on our homes, businesses, carports, and sidewalks. When it's time for you to tackle that dirt and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning, D-E-E-R-E. They do it all from soft washing roofs to high-powered washing for those really tough jobs. No job too big or small. So when it comes time for you to deal with the mold, mildew, and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning at 407-978-8834. Leave the dirty work to them. 407-978-8834. 
We're live. We are the American Adversaries Radio Show, ladies and gentlemen. Big John has hit the road, and David Pollock has stepped in. He's going to be live in his own show here in a few minutes. David, great to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, it's cozy. It's Isn't cozy. it, though? Yeah. Isn't it, though? And, of course, got Lori and, and Rick here as well. And Rick is just, did you say the haggis came in today? The haggis came in today. I just picked it up my way over here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to get it ready for the Scottish Highland Games. Have you ever been to the Highland Games, David? I, I have, but I've never had haggis. So Yeah. We uh, we do haggis tacos and haggis burritos. So you're going to have like a booth there? Every year. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I know We're where the only, I'm going to be. only non-Celtic vendor at the games. Huh. Is that right? Yep. Uh-huh. How about yep. that? He'll be there with the Tijuana Flats uh-huh. truck. And yeah, it's uh, great stuff. It was fun. Trip Crawford, who passed away a couple of years, used to tease Brenda all the time. Said, "You know, it would be really great if you guys did haggis tacos." And he would laugh. You know, so <laughs> one, one year she said, "You know what? We're going to do haggis tacos and haggis burritos." And, and so we started doing it, and uh, people love it. Last year we had a line for an hour. I know. The last person in line was waiting an hour to get the haggis burrito. Is there a skip the line card that we have here no. somewhere at the American <laughs> Adversary Studio? Slip in the back door. <laughs> yes, indeed. And, of course, the Highland Games are coming up in January, the 13th and 14th, Saturday and Sunday, uh-huh. at Central Winds Park. There are tickets available for the whiskey tasting on the night before. They're available online. Uh, uh, you better hurry, because they start at December 1st, and they sell out quick. They, and that's why they added an extra day. To so Thursday night. The tastings are Thursday and Friday night. We'll be there Friday night doing a live remote broadcast. And then, of course, the games are the Saturday and the Sunday. And you go to flascot.com to get tickets, flascot.com. Lori, have you ever been to the Highland Games? I haven't, but I'm going to have to put it on my schedule, my calendar to go. You are going to have to. It is something you got to do. And uh, we'll be there on Saturday. (laughs) It's going to be great. 30,000 of your closest friends both days. Yeah. The games on one side, the vendors on the other, the the music going all day long. Yeah. Saturdays now is advertised, I think, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. because the concert just goes all the way through into the night. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a great, great, great time. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. We'll have some tickets to give away, but in the meantime, go to flascot.com to get those tickets, F-L-A-S-C-O-T. So after all the debating and all the campaigning and going to 99 counties and all of that stuff, Donald Trump has increased his lead in Iowa. And he'll be out there Wednesday, by the way, doing another rally. What do you think about that, David? You know, I every show I always prepare polls, and I was just taking a look at these latest polls. Yeah, fifty-one percent now yep, yep. in Iowa. Uh, and he's blowing. And even DeSantis is is disappearing. And did you see uh, there was a poll that it was like they call it a fluke poll, but they're talking about Nikki Haley on a head-to-head. I'm sure you saw this, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like beating Biden by seventeen points, and they're freaking out about that. What's interesting about that is not so much that you know that poll is really that. Really Reliable, but now even the mainstream media is starting to abandon DeSantis, and are like, "Well, maybe Nikki Haley's our next hope." That's and right. that's what's that's interesting right. about that article. And uh, yeah, no, Trump's blown out of the water. But what I think is so interesting about this is we've been saying this. I, I think 
since 2016, probably, when we knew Trump was going to run again in 2024, um, <laughs> we've been saying that there is no chance that any other Republican catches fire against Donald Trump. We no. said it from the very beginning. We don't know what they're thinking, why they're doing it, what they hope to accomplish. There was a lot of establishment Republicans in denial thinking that, okay, um, maybe we have a shot. The polls from the very beginning suggested that they had no shot, and now the polls are almost guaranteeing that there's no shot. Yep. I, I mean, what did they expect would happen? Think, you, about, think about the money that's been wasted. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. On, the, on the secondary candidates going through this process. Yeah. See, wasted to you, but to those consultants, that oh, was yeah. good oh, the, the money. The consultants buddy. made a <laughs> killing. See, and that's what I call the business side of politics. Mm-hmm. You have all these consultants, and they know a candidate doesn't have a chance you know, in hell, but they, they can make money. Yeah, on that candidacy, and and then you have the ones who actually think they delude themselves that they can push a candidate that isn't ready or or is, or is just not the right time, which was the case with Ron DeSantis, and supposedly he even even he now is beginning to wonder if he made the wrong decision. Well, I think yeah, I, we told you. Yeah, we told you before uh, you announced. Yeah, but everybody made the wrong decision in that sense. You know, there had to, I suppose, had to be some sort of primary, uh, but the, the the outcome was preordained. It, 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 even Hugh Hewitt, the other night, he was on with Brian Kilmeade on Saturday night, and Brian was, you know, Brian gets all this serious stuff, you know, he gets this yeah, serious yeah, look, yeah. you know, he goes, well, what do you think about uh, Donald Trump? He said he's going to be a dictator, but just for one day. <laughs> and he, would, he just, he just looked, threw his head back and laughed. He said, look, that's, that's ridiculous. He said, but what I will tell you is Donald Trump will be the nominee, and he will be the 47th president of the United States. He can see it. Yep. You, 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 all of the polls can't be wrong. All of the polls can't be being right. manipulated by the same sources or whatever. Let me tell you something. This cap I got on right now, what does it say? What does it say, Rick? It says Trump 2024, make America back. Take America take, take back. Take America back. Yep. Your no, fingers are in no, the way. I thought it said I wear kilts at... Um... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, that'd be my hat. Oh, okay. That's my I hat. cannot wear this cap anywhere that somebody doesn't say go Trump or I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. It happened to me this afternoon. Mm-hmm. I went to Publix. Three people. Three mm-hmm. people. And from all walks of life said to me something about Trump. I've got a big flag it, that flies underneath my American flag. The Trump 2024. Everybody that comes to the door says, "Hey, I like your flag." Yeah, yeah, and and it's 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 this swell, this uh, growing anticipation uh, that something anxiety, I guess, maybe the right word, that something ain't right, and we got to change it. But things were right when we had Trump. It's pretty mm-hmm. much as simple as that. So. Uh, yeah. David, are you worried about Hillary joining the Biden campaign? Oh, yeah. I mean, she what did so well that? in 2016. This is this, like no brand for him to call her in, right? I, I, I mean, I'm not worried. No, I. <laughs> but, but I will tell you what do, does uh, bring me some concern. I'm sure you guys have you probably already talked about it already with Jack Smith yeah. rushing to the Supreme Court to try to make sure that Trump's prosecution is uh, consistent with the timeline they set. Right. If there's no better evidence of how badly they want to keep this man from becoming president, mm-hmm. you have a special prosecutor running to the Supreme Court to speed up a prosecutorial timeline. Leapfrogging the process. What is more important, justice or the timeline? Everybody already knew that this the the fix was in. So that's what concerns me. I'm not afraid of Hillary Clinton. No, of course not. What I'm afraid of, what they're going to try to do to keep him from getting elected. That's the real threat. What uh, Dave is referring to is, we touched on this a little bit earlier, is that Jack Smith is trying to take 
the immunity argument that Trump is making to the Supreme Court, leapfrog the appellate courts and go directly to them. The timeline is that he wants that trial to start in March and he needs this decision before then to proceed. Now, the question is, what will the Supreme Court do? They have agreed to hear an argument whether they should do it or not, but that's, I guess, going to be decided now in January. So you can already see the wheels of justice, even when trying to be rushed, still move slowly. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, you're right. Jack Smith is, is is doing his damnedest to try to get a conviction of Donald Trump and you know rush it through a case that normally would take years before it even goes to trial. They want to have over in less than a year. Be uh, totally unprecedented. What's happening in Miami is more the the regular order of things, where it's sort of slowed down. But Trump's just going to, you know, he's as he says, these indictments, you know, are are badges of honor to him, and any conviction, I think he would treat the same way. And of course, that would go directly to the appellate courts. But uh, he, but with this Supreme Court, would you be in such a hurry, Jack Smith? Because it may go against you. They're not going to be in a rush. And that's the interesting part. Like every one of their strategies uh, backfires on them every time. And here's the thing. The Supreme Court does not like getting involved in politics. They have this right. doctrine called political question. They really don't right. like getting involved in politics. Right. And something else. By the way, that's why they stayed away from the election cases. Exactly. And then, and then so now you take a highly... <laughs> You know, unprecedented situation where a former president is being tried on charges that, you know, a lot of these are novel criminal theories that have never even been tested. And then they're going to leapfrog the appellate court system to get into the Supreme Court. I think the Supreme Court wants this, not because they want to decide on this, because they won't, because the it, it has to go to the appellate court first. I think they want to kind of set parameters. And I think they want to let everybody know, like, hey, we're going to take this. But they're known for doing these funny opinions where they're like, we're not going to make a decision on this issue. But we wanted to say is it would be inappropriate for us to do it. They, they like to kind of set the boundaries of what they're going to do to kind of warn the lower courts of how they should make a decision. I don't think you're going to get a decision from the Supreme Court. I think, if anything, you're going to get more of a delay. This is going to bat- backfire on Jack Smith. And let's assume that in Jack Smith's perfect world, everything goes great and he gets everything he wants. The public is starting to wake up to the achy feeling of these prosecutions. We saw it with Trump's polling is only going up in Iowa since Mm -hmm. even October. The further along these prosecutions get, the more suspicious the public becomes. And I don't think the appetite for a rushed prosecution or a conviction is going to sit well with people who are going to be figuring out who they want to vote for come 2024. I think no matter what, I don't see a way where Trump isn't reelected in 2024. And more than so... uh, Look at all the pundits. They know it. They're afraid of it. You can hear the panic in their voices, and that makes me so happy. I remember 2016, how upset everybody was, and I was up all <laughs> night just giggling, watching them cry, and you know. And I think we're going to experience that again. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether I heard it on this show or on Fox, but they were laughing, right, about, um, uh, oh, shoot, I forgot where I was going with that. Somebody was laughing. Yes, yes. Somebody <laughs> was, was somebody joke? was laughing. What that was, was the, the joke. And well, that's you know, amazing. There's that famous photograph <laughs> in the Rose Garden on the morning after the election in 2016, where Obama's making a speech, kind of a peaceful transfer of power, and you see uh, Val Jarrett and all the rest of them standing there with all these sort of sour and mean looks on their faces, right? And at that time, the, the, you could tell that they were we're going to get him. We're going to mm-hmm. get him. Mm-hmm. This this time it's going to be different. It's going to be, he's going to get us. He's going to get us. And Trump's made it very clear. 
He said at the uh, 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 gala for the Young Republicans mm-hmm. in New York uh, over the weekend, said they have opened the Pandora's ba- box. And that means you don't close it. It's opened. Now, now. Hillary was right in her comment, but she's eight years early when she said, if he gets elected, we're all going to hang. <laughs> we'll all go to jail. Mm. Yeah, we'll yeah. all go to jail. Right. Yeah, but mm. Trump's all, he's full of surprises. He's hes always full of surprises. But I love the way he yanks the, the left's changes. Yeah, I only want to be a dictator, but just for one day. But <laughs> Of course, they, oh, see, we told you he wants to be a dictator. I mean, what what a bunch of nonsense. All right, well, we're going to turn it over to David here in just a few minutes. What you got going on tonight? Uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm going I'm to bore the listeners with just telling them what it is, but I promise you it's not going to be boring. We're talking about blockchain. And what, what is blockchain? You keep hearing people, like crypto people, talk about blockchain, but really what this is is a technology that allows uh, transactions to be much more secure. And the reason why this is important, we talk about voting, we talk about Trump, we talk about election integrity. Yep. Blockchain is the answer to voter fraud because you can't change the ledger once you put it in place in blockchain. And there's a lot, a lot of lobbying groups trying to get Washington to adopt some of this right now to make our elections more secure. We're going to talk about that tonight with a lot of very interesting people in the world of crypto and blockchain technology. All right. And don't forget to go to PJTN.org. When's the white paper coming out? The uh, new white paper is going to be out in the next 24 hours. So go to the website, PJTN.org, and go to our education page. Read that. You want to see what our children are being indoctrinated with? It's all right there at PJTN.org. And don't forget to see the documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis. That's thefallofminneapolis.com. And check out Liz Collins' web at her her articles at alphanews.org, alphanews.org. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. Don't forget to please help us out with our Red Kettle Challenge. Text KETTLE to 24365 or just go to America, I'm sorry, theanswerorlando.com website. Click on the Red Kettle and make a donation there. And we'll have a special challenge for you again tomorrow night. Mm. In the meantime, keep loving, keep praying, don't ever give up, never surrender. And take it away, David. Night, everybody. Thanks for having me. FM 94.9, The Answer, WORL, Orlando, News, Opinion, Passion, with this SRN News Update, now. News this hour from townhall.com, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky kicked off a quick visit to Washington on Monday. In remarks at the National Defense University, Zelensky says Vladimir Putin has one main target. He's fighting Ukraine.